it's upon us. We're on the road to Knuckle Mania 2. What's going on? It's Brian Socia. This is like the best time of the year to be a BKFC fan. I'm yes, with my buddy is. Rob. We're up, pumped buddy? up. I'm jacked up more than normal in Tiger Life because Knuckle Mania 2 is coming, man. We're like right there. We're right there. We're right around the in, corner, man. man. Pumped about it. We're going to talk about Knuckle Mania 2 today, of course. Also going to be talking to a man fighting on Knuckle Mania 2, Chad Money Mendez. He's going to be joining us. Mm-hmm, also, live. Even more than that, I mean, this is a jam-packed show today. We'll talk a little bit about BKFC Fight Night in New York. Connor mm-hmm. Tierney from the UK fighting on that. We're going to learn more about him. We're going to speak to him today. There's so much to get into. We have fan mail we're going to talk about here. Uh, we have everything, Rob, including uh, we were talking about all kinds of stuff before we went on the air. And the thing that I thought was interesting mm. was something that I believe you predicted a couple shows ago. We're going to get to that in a moment. But first, mm-hmm. Rob... I want your excitement. You're pumped up. If you watch the, the preview video of the show on Instagram, I hit you in the face with a shoe. I'm sorry. It's okay. You can watch that. It was terrible. You're okay now. I'm fine. All right, good. So you're pumped for Knuckle Mini 2. I'm pumped for through our veins. That's right, Tell man. me how pumped you are. I'm, dude, I'm so pumped. I'm excited. We're going to be there live. It's going to be awesome. Dude, we're going to be there live at the fan experience. So if you have tickets, make sure you come see us. We're going to have fighters doing autographs, awesome merchandise, some giveaways, a lot of fun stuff, man. Make sure you grab your tickets. And if you can, join us live. Download the app. It's Best value in combat That's sports. Right. That's right. In all sports. Damn right. But are you going to be there signing autographs at the fan experience? Uh, well, speaking of autographs, I think we got something in front of us, a little bit of fan mail. Rob, if we had an applause, what a transition. We've been yeah. doing the show for about over a year together now, and, and it's <laughs> nice to watch you come along. Sir, By the way, thank where you the hell everything. were you last week? We had people saying you got your car stolen again. <laughs> I think Joe Meek said that. Well, I thought you were dead. I thought you were robbing like PlayStations out of the back, PlayStations out of the back of a truck. <laughs> I mean, you just didn't show up. Everything okay? Yeah. Everything is good, man. The uh, the the man uh, I had some uh, issues with the man, but we'll get into that. When does that we'll not happen? That. We'll talk about another time. All right, I don't want to drag you too deep into these <laughs> deep murky waters. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, including fan mail. We're getting fan mm-hmm. mail. I don't want people to see the address. This is from Howard, a guy named Howard mm-hmm. uh, in South Carolina, South Carolina. Big shout out to Howard. I love man. South Carolina. Am I open us now? See what's on here? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think uh, Howard um, is requesting a autograph from two. How do you of know? Did you already amazing- open the letter? I'm that good. I'm that good. He actually sent two. He was asking for autographs of two of our round car girls. So oh, Howard awesome. from South Carolina, we're going to take care of you. Me and Brian personally are going to make sure that we do get those autographs. Wait a if we try to talk to the round car girls, he's not getting an autograph. They're going to run away. They're like, who are these two creeps That's coming true. up here? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> do you check that envelope for anthrax? Yeah, right. I'm just pissed off. We don't have a letter opener in the BKFC offices. I'm going to slice my hand here but listen if people want to send us some fun stuff man rock that address really fast brian oh, where can they send some them. coffee yep. some goodies they can some just show up here to see us it would be great yeah, brian you know? what's your address my yeah, i'll give you my home address <laughs> and the last four of your social and your mother's We're, maiden name please i will give you all of those things so here's the thing if you want to send anything and, and we, we like snail mail we get all yeah. kinds of strange gifts i've gotten some really I'm strange school, gifts man. we had stuff coming from russia i see shows up here mm-hmm. sometimes all over the world so we love hearing from you whether it's a nice note whether you write us and say we're morons that's fine too whatever you think or you send us something nice uh you can send it to bkfc 303 west lancaster avenue suite 288 in wayne pennsylvania 19087 maybe we'll put that up on the screen and we'll do a snail mail feature maybe if people start sending stuff you send weird cool stuff and we'll open it live on the air not knowing what it's going to say that'd be kind of yeah, cool that is cool man so if you got some promotional stuff you want to send us pretty same promotional I, th- I feel like we're gonna get like a dead fish in the mail or something <laughs> <laughs> well some of these bigger youtubers they'll get all they'll go all kinds of crazy stuff man they'll send them like playstations and new phones and skateboards 
Just send us a coffee. I'll take a coffee. I'll take a coffee too. I'll take a coffee too. I, I mean, send a coffee through the mail. <laughs> we send the beans. No, they send cheesesteaks. Yeah, they They're do. Send I've seen that. I've mail. seen that. And by the way, it pisses me off. Wherever I go when we travel around for BKFC, they have Philly cheesesteak on the menu. And if you get a Philly cheesesteak anywhere outside of Philly, you're an absolute moron. I'm sorry, but you are. It's not the same thing. Brian, to that, up, man. when we were at <laughs> BKFC One, BKFC One, I still have the photo. There was a restaurant in Wyoming selling Philadelphia cheesesteaks. In Wyoming? In Wyoming. No, no. No, no, no. Dude, uh, it was Wyoming, the saddest but. looking cheesesteak you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna call the restaurant out. It was good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It was good, but the portions were. I mean, they were sad. It was. Listen, it was you a, Philadelphia depressing. Gatekeep cheesesteaks like they're so hard to make. It's bread. <laughs> no, true. It's, nope. It's literally this man's three ingredients. It's bread. Steak and cheese, and you act like that. Oh, we can't make it anywhere else Evan, outside Evan, of this Evan, state. Evan is, a, is I'll give him his credit. Evan is a master when it comes to talking about fights and, and just seeing an eye on things. But mm-hmm. when it comes to cheesesteaks, you're an absolute moron, Evan, with all due respect. <laughs> uh, because here's the thing with all seriously, there's a special kind of bread for a cheesesteak. That it you can all, it's the water around here. That's what it, it is. is. It's you're a right. different kind of water with the bread. <laughs> it's great water quality. <laughs> That's here. why it's no, trash no, water. You, no, Brian's absolutely right. You cannot make these like in Arkansas. My uncle lives in Arkansas and they try to open up a couple restaurants there and they're like, it's just not the same. It's the bread. The bread makes the cheesesteak. Yeah, there was a guy in Florida for a while that I knew that was flying the bread down every day. Mm. Like, seriously, to do a cheesesteak thing there. But anyway, we're getting deep. Uh, we love our cheesesteaks here. Evan doesn't, as we can tell. He'll eat a, he'll eat a, he probably eats, what does he call them? We call them hoagies. What is the food subs. of New Jersey? Which Jersey? Pizza? What is it? Uh, What's Jersey? Come on. I mean, I'm I'm right outside of Philly, so I mean, I can't look now he's now he's, yeah, now he's a Philly boy. Well, now I'm outside. I'm a, a well, I'm saying, I like my roast pork sandwich. <laughs> ten minutes from the bridge, I don't think there's that much of a difference. We do ten like primo hoagies. That's like hoagies. Yeah, hoagies. hoagies. Primos are good. It drives right? me nuts when like people primos. call hoagies subs, uh, submarine sandwiches, subs. What else do they call them? They call them weird names. They're hoagies. Uh, they, they have all these yeah, weird names in the country. There's another name too. I forget what they're called. Yeah, you either go to the beach or you go to the shore, depending on where you live. I go down the shore, bro. I go down the shore as well. All right. Anyway, we're getting way off here. We got who we have coming up first. I believe it's uh, Chad, Chad Mendez first. Chad Mendes. We're on 12:15. He's going to be calling in, checking in with the money mm-hmm. man himself. Before we get to that, we teased something earlier that we spoke about a couple weeks ago. And we mm-hmm. predicted this to come true, and apparently it has come true. Rob, you know what I'm talking about. So you have the B- floor. yeah. BJ Penn is reporting on it. BJPenn.com is reporting out. Logan Paul sues Floyd Mayweather for not paying him for their boxing match. We talked about this i brought it it up a couple of weeks ago i knew something was fishy once start floyd started talking about fighting some 18 year old multi-billionaire you know (laughs) trust fund kid that was the exhibition fight yeah and i think it's still moving forward and then someone else posted like does floyd have money is he having money troubles well well hey man you didn't yeah you didn't pay uh logan paul so how do you get look like I always refer to the MC Hammer thing. This is dated, but like on VH1 behind the music, he had like golden mm-hmm. toilet seats and stuff. Mm-hmm. That guy had more money than anybody in the world. That guy made so much money and it all went away. Bankrupts. I, mean, I don't think I could, I could spend money easily if I had that kind of money, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could blow through it like that. I just don't think I could. I think I, I watched that special, a, a special that was very similar to that. And he did everything in his power to bring up everybody with him. Like and, his whole entourage. He him. was just yeah. exactly. Everybody was like, yo, hammer, yo, hammer, yo, hammer. And he was taking care of everybody. And at the end of the day, he wasn't taking care of himself or his finances. And do you know, Rob? all went down this, the toilet. Well, as we wait for Chad toilet. Money Mendez, uh, do you remember MC Hammer? He had, you can't touch us. And we mm-hmm. got to pray just to make it today. But then he came out with the funky headhunter lyric and he had the speeders on. He was like, pumping the bump, pumping the bump. <laughs> yeah, are we like getting this? With the pump and the bump. Oh, that's going to be screen grab. I am whacked out today. I love uh, it. This is great, I'm man. I'm very excited. He's got the hip thrust. Do you remember Let's that? Go. He had 
it was very. I don't know. No, if, re- he. I know he went the gangster rap. Uh, <laughs> he tried. Yeah, he tried. He, he tried. tried. Good. Good. For, yeah, for, yeah. He tried. Please don't good. hurt him, Hammer. Funky mm-hmm. headhunter. So Chad Money Mendezon. In, in a couple minutes, we're going to talk to him about Knuckle Mania too. Of course, he's fighting Fames. That's coming up. I mean, that's about a week away. Fight Week will be there. Uh, we'll be there now. Yeah. Um, of course, you can order the fight bkfc.com. Great value, four ninety nine per month. That's for the whole app. You get everything, two events per month. And with I've seen some of these prices. I'm not calling out anybody else. <coughs> Let's see. Um, but <clears throat> what's it, like eighty ninety dollars? Something like that. I mean, man. that's nuts. Inflation, inflation. Yeah, right. I not guess here. not here. But yeah, so people understand. Just so we're very clear, the four ninety nine includes. It's not an additional fee on top of that. You get the pay per view with your monthly subscription. And there's something new coming to the app very, very soon. So I strongly suggest everybody download the app now. Lock in that price for four ninety nine. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. Four ninety nine. The price months. won't change with this thing coming to the app. You're saying no. this big announcement thing. Or this bothers me again. We do the, we deal with this every week. Someone feeds you all this info. I have no clue. And like, the I look, you're a good dude. You're a good dude, Rob. I like you, but. They're going to feed a scumbag like you, because I'm one too. They're going to feed you info. You're probably feeding it out. You know, I don't know anything. So can you give me a little bit of a hint what this could be? It's going to change the game. What's going to happen with this? I think everyone, especially early adopters that have downloaded the app, are going to be very, 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 very happy. Awesome. See, see, we've it's no secret, and uh, not ashamed to admit it, we're very transparent that... You have complained about the app. You have. We've seen the issues. We don't like Rightfully dealing so. with them. I, yeah, exactly. We but don't like dealing with the growing, issues. It's growing pains, man. It's a brand new organization. We're upset about it. We don't but, like it. They should but have to we listen to it. the fans. That's right. It's, you know, that's what we do, first and foremost. It is about the fans. It's about the fans. It's about the fighters. Without either one of them, you know, we don't exist. And I will say, behind the scenes in the office, when we had an app problem or two or three or four back in the day, that'll stop. But when we had those problems... Uh, we would take it probably harder than you realized. I mean, we'd be in here trying to figure out what we can do because it wasn't our fault. So we're going to fix that for you. Keep it at four ninety nine a month. There's going to be a lot more, it sounds like, on the app, which is great, ahead of Knuckle Mania 2. Uh, speaking of Knuckle Mania 2, in the virtual green room, mm-hmm. he's here, I'm being told my ear, excited to speak with him. He's a legend in combat sports. He is Chad Money Mendez. Let's welcome him. What's, What's up, going Chad? On, Money Man? What's up, guys? What's up, How's buddy? Going? How you doing? How are you? Well... Can you hear us? Yep, I got you. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you great, man. So, Chad, look, you're going to be fighting fames coming up. We've seen the uh, the Road to Knuckle Mania documentary, which is excellent, excellent put together to show your guys' story, where you're headed. You can watch that on, on of course, the BKTV app uh, available at BKFC.com. But it's nice to have you here because I want to examine some of that stuff and check into some other stuff with you as well. The first things first, I mean... Chad, you're so successful. You've had a great run in UFC. I mean, top five fighter when you walked away from UFC. You're still under contract with him, but now you're here. Why bare knuckle for you? Why are you here? Why would you have something to prove? What's the reasoning? I got nothing to prove. I've I've been in athletics my entire life since I was five years old. Competed at the highest level in wrestling uh, into the UFC. But for me, it's uh, I still have the competitive itch. I mean, when I retired, I was 30, 34 years old. I'm still in my prime and it's not, I didn't leave because I don't think I can compete with the best in the world. I just, it wasn't worth me at the time, worth it at the time. And, um, you know, starting a few businesses, having, uh, two daughters now, you know, things are definitely different in our household, but, um, man, like I said, I still have the desire to compete. I've been doing it my entire life. And, um, for this opportunity to come up and, 
the pay to be what it is and definitely be worth it. You know, it, it definitely motivated me more to get back in there and, and want to whoop some ass. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I feel good. And I, this camp went really good. Um, it's been a long process. It's going to be almost a year since we got the ball rolling on this. So I've been preparing for this one fight longer than any fight I've ever had in my career. So, uh, I'm excited to get in there and showcase my skills, man. I'm, I'm just pumped to get in there. We're excited to see you getting there. And a lot of stuff that you said in that opening statement that I want to go through this and unpack the one being that you mentioned that, uh, you know, for the pay to be what it is, there's rumors going around the line and it's a huge payday and congrats to you. I mean, good for you. $600,000 is being talked about. Uh, I mean, do you want to talk a little more about that? Is that what it took to get you here? Is that the correct amount? Are you going to dish that to us? I know that's been spoken about. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to talk exact numbers, but just, you know, I've been asked a lot what it is and I just tell people it's, it's worth it. You know, it's a good, it's a good purse. What's a huge benefit for me is being able to go back to having sponsors, you know, hustling, uh, since, since fighting, I've worked with a lot of companies in the outdoor industry and built some really good relationships with, with them. Um, and being able to showcase, you know, their brands on my shorts and working, social media deals, you know, with the fight purse, it's definitely going to be well over 600,000. So I'm pumped for that. I mean, I feel like this has been a long road. I've put in my time. I've put in, you know, tons and tons of energy over my life <laughs> lifetime to get to this point. And uh, it's finally here, man. I'll get in there and, and get a payday, beat somebody up again and, and get back to having fun for See, sure. Chad, you're, you're kind of there saying it. And I think you should get a payday. I think every fighter should be paid as well as possible. But uh, Fames had said about you, you're just coming in for a check. Uh, is mm. that is that true? I mean, it seems like you, you want the money, but are you just coming in for a check? I mean, I, if he's if he's expecting me to go over there and just take a punch and lay down, that's definitely not the case. Like I said, this is the most work I've put in for any single fight, even against all Jose Aldo, you know, for UFC title fight, this is the most work I've put in for any fight. So if he thinks I'm going to go out there and just lay down he's got, he's got a rude awakening coming. So uh, no, it's definitely not just about a payday. Uh, that's definitely a nice bonus to it. But like I said, I'm still in my prime man. I still feel good. Uh, I feel better now than I ever have. Um, I don't, you know, I get to focus solely on boxing, um, you know, which is great. I, I feel like I've made huge improvements from a year ago to now and just my striking alone. So, um, you know, I, I said it in some of the other, other interviews that I feel like when I get obsessed about something, and this is how I was with wrestling yep. uh, a few years, like into, into high school, and I made some of my biggest jumps becoming a state placer and then making my transition into college. Uh, you know, when I decided and got obsessed about it is when I started becoming an all American and really making those huge gains. Uh, and that's how I feel about this, man. It's, I've been watching a ton of videos on both fames and just high level boxers, um, and just really, really soaking everything in and feeling like I'm making, making huge improvements. So, um, Chad, all Chad, all, like I said, I feel Chad, good. If I'm I, ready to get in there and showcase it. If I may interrupt, yeah, we're excited to see you, but you mentioned about training boxing and how you become obsessed with something. I saw that on our Road 2 uh, special that we did. Yeah. But as far as training for 11 years and really dialing in for the last year or so in boxing, what we've seen of you, I mean, your hands look incredible, but boxing, you've never had a boxing fight. You've never had a bare knuckle fight. So as we know, uh, boxing, a lot of times boxers come in and think they know what they're doing, but you have less surface area to block with the gloves. The, the rules are completely different. So, yeah. I mean, are you concerned about that? 
I think the benefit I have there to the smaller surface area is I've been in MMA my whole life. So, you know, obviously an MMA glove and a bare knuckle is not that big of a difference. Uh, I don't know. I don't, Chad, I, I have to, here's the thing. I've never fought either, oh, wait, but I, I have to, I, I have to tell you what I heard. Hold on. on the front of it, but my knuckle, there's not much of a difference side to side. So I forget who said uh, this. somebody, know. I wish I could cite the name. Somebody said they were shocked at the difference of a bare knuckle and an MMA glove. I forget who said that. I wish I remembered, Chad. I'm sorry, but that was, what I was going to oh, ask you. Next question. I, I have that. a teammate that's fought oh, uh, two fights, um, Eddie. Yeah. And I've been picking his brain on it too. He definitely says things feel different getting hit bare knuckle. You know, I've been hit bare knuckle before. I know what that feels like. It doesn't feel good for sure. Uh, ideally, the goal is not to get hit too much. You know, I'm going to pressure and I'm going to use my speed and my power to get in there and hopefully in this fight quick. So, I mean, you say you've been hit with a bare knuckle. I actually had that in my notes. I was going to ask you if you've ever been hit with a bare knuckle. What, like a street fight? What's your record in street fighting? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been in quite a few of those growing up. Oh, all right. Well, I'd like to see tape of that. Maybe it'll be on YouTube within one day. <laughs> you probably would have been famous much before you were if there was YouTube back then. Oh, man. If there were cell phones <laughs> like they were now in college, in high school, shit would be bad for me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, so, yes. your, your preparation, Chad, going into a normal MMA bout, how is it changed? change for BKFC you said it's obviously it's all stand-up what yep. changes are you making for this for your debut I mean as far as the boxing training goes you know the way that I can move in there is completely different I don't have to worry about you know getting off track too too far on one side and getting head kicked or you know catching a knee when you're coming down obviously the technical part of it's a little bit different as far as the boxing striking for straight boxing and boxing striking for MMA so Obviously, we fine-tune that, but um, also, you know, you can't spar bare-knuckle. We do a lot of technical stuff, bare-knuckle, or just really thin MMA gloves on, uh, you know. So we do a lot of technical stuff like that, and then it's basically hard sparring, just like you would with 16-ounce gloves, headgear, and, uh, you know, multiple partners coming in on you and just going hard. So um, outside of that, really, you focus on strength and conditioning, weight management, and all technical and, and hard stuff with the boxing setup. So, um, you know, uh, MMA can be so difficult. You're doing three, three workouts a day because you're trying to get all disciplines trained. Uh, and there's a lot of times I feel like I get overtrained through my camps. There was quite a few fights where I just felt actually shittier going into the fight than I did week two or three in my camp. Uh, and you just got to push through it. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, opened up a lot of uh a lot of things in the training world as far oh, did i cut out no you're still there yeah, man. we, we got you buddy okay yeah, it's changed me um you know to where i can actually focus on things but not get overtrained. so i'm i, I have a solid regimen with like i said it's been almost a year so kind of a blessing in disguise i feel like we jump up peak and then something went back out and we'd have to come down a little bit and come back up and peak again um and i feel like we've just added layers to that all the way up to where we are now. So um, I don't know, man, we'll see. Like you said, I've never done this before. I've never straight boxing fought. I've never fought in a competition bare knuckle. You know, this could be something that I absolutely hate, you know, but we're going to get in there. I feel good mentally, physically. I feel like I should get in there and be able to dominate this guy. I know for a fact, there's no way this guy's going to outwork me. Obviously everybody has a puncher's chance in any fight game. So I'm going to respect that, but I mean, if we stick, stick to my game plan and I know what I can do, 
there's no way this guy outworks me. So you're talking about training right now. There's no way he outworks you. Uh, Fames had said it might have been during the Ungloved or it might have been another interview we were doing with him that you are a different Chad Mendes now <clears throat> because you have the daughter that you already had. And what do you have, a 10 or 11-month-old-now? Yeah, 11-month-old and uh, almost 3-year-old. Yeah, look, I have a 3-year-old and I have a 1-year-old. I don't get any sleep. I have to come here and talk. You have to fight. Professionally, <laughs> yeah. has it been a harder camp? He thinks that you're not the same Chad Mendes because you have a beautiful family now. Like, he's willing to go through anything. He claims you're not. Speak on that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a completely different camp. This is the first camp I've ever gone through with kids. Um, but I've been a top-level athlete my entire life, and I know how to turn things off when it's time to turn things off. Compartmentalize. You know, I do what I need to do at home, and as soon as I leave and step in that gym, my mind is 100% focused on the task at hand. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, if anything, it's made my life a lot more regimented, which in the fight game could be a positive, I think. You know, there's you know exactly what you do because other, pe other people's lives are in your hands. So it's not like I can – slip up and be like, ah, I'm actually not going to do that today. I'm going to go do this and be lazy. There's no chance to be lazy. There's no, no choice to be lazy or tired or, you know, the ability to not do something. You have to go do it. So I go work, you know, five, six hours at the gym, come home and I do daddy, daddy duty and live my family life and have fun doing that. So, um, yeah, I, I saw him say that. He's right. I do have a beautiful family. I appreciate him saying that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not going to affect anything in this fight game for sure. Yeah, I was just wondering your thoughts. And, and, and we're going to do a bit of a quick watch along here in a moment. But uh, one more question to get through. Again, you're still under a UFC contract. You're here with us. You've been around the UFC top level fighter. And in the locker room of UFC, we've talked about this before, me and you. Uh, would you say that a lot of the guys want to do bare knuckle? Some guys fear bare knuckle. Where is it at in the UFC locker room? Yeah, it's definitely a mix from a lot of the fighters that I've talked to, like some guys are just like, fuck that. I'm not a chance. <laughs> and then there's some both men and women that are like, I want to get in there and try that. It looks awesome. Um, you know, at first I think I was kind of the, ah, I don't know if I could get into that. And then I started watching it a little bit more and I'm like, damn, that looks fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So now I you're, now you're here, style man. Got the so itch. Well in it. So Scratching yeah, like the I said, itch. We'll, we'll see. Well, what about as far as, I mean, competing, but let's just talk about fans. I mean, I'd feel like uh, combat sports athletes and UFC top level athletes also, they would be a fan of bare knuckle. They talk about being fans of the, the product. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's just so primitive, man. It takes you back to the days where people are just putting up their dukes and settling it man to man and bare knuckle, you know, and uh, it's just, it's, it's just tough, man. It's a tough thing to do. And, it's something I want to try. Like I said, whether I like it or not, we'll find out February 19th. But right. uh, I'm excited to get in there and give it a shot. It's something that's new and exciting. We're excited to have you. If again, February 19th, the biggest bare knuckle event of all time, Knuckle Mania oh, 2. Yeah. Uh, of course, BKFC.com. Grab the BK TV app. I think there's still a few ticket tickets remaining in Hollywood, Florida. You can get in for those as well. Uh, before we let you go, they, they want to do some kind of watch along thing here. Apparently, there's some kind of video. So I don't know if you know this. Fames uh, does music. He's a very accomplished, talented musician as well. Uh, yeah. And he has music videos and stuff out. In your research, have you found any of his music videos or anything like that? Or you just been watching his... I've just been watching fights, but I, I've definitely heard he's a musician. Well, let's, we want to get your take on his, on his music video here. Let's watch that now. I think they have it queued up in the truck. Go ahead, guys. It's called Purpose. Hey, babe. Um, I 
saw your story. Sorry that I'm a little late, um, but I wanted to reach out to you and ask you if you're okay. If you never did me wrong, then I will never turn my back on you. Numb to this pain, I swear this should be feeling casual. I don't feel the same, see there's some things I need to let out. VVS is on me, new car, but I don't care now, no. What's my purpose? Tell me what's my purpose. I be crying at night and it be hard on the surface, you don't know what I go through inside my heart. I ain't perfect. So, I swear to God, again, that song is called Purpose by Fames. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, it's up there. And the song, again, Purpose, if you didn't hear me, by Fames. You just heard some of that. I'm not sure if you saw the video they queued up yeah. in the truck. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on his musical career? Is that your type of music? Uh, it's not a, not my type of music, but, you know, it, it, that looked very professional and sounded damn good to me. So, you know, hats off to him, man. I, I got multiple businesses outside of the fight game. You know, there's a lot of fighters, in my opinion, that don't take advantage of uh, the opportunities when fighting and building that name. And, uh, you know, like I just launched a cookbook. There he goes. There he goes. He's all set up. Product placement. A, I love yeah, it. Beef company, <laughs> uh, outdoor service. So, no, man, hats off to him. It's tough. Like, people don't realize how difficult it is trying to do outside ventures while you're still training and, and doing all everything it takes to be a top-level athlete. So, Chad no, man, I, that's, that's good on him, man. That's taking cool. the high road, Chad Mendes. That could have gone either way for you. He took the high road. <laughs> uh, after you're done, if you're done fighting, will he still sound the same? Is Are you going to do damage to his, his face? I mean, what's going to happen? And that that's oh, that, that's what most would have said. But Chaz, Chad Mendes, <laughs> take yeah. the high road. We appreciate that. We're excited to watch Fames. It's a big night for Fames, too. If he does beat you, that changes his life dramatically. And I'm sure you're sure. aware of that. We're very excited uh, to see that. And I got to say one more thing before we let Chad Mendes go. If you don't have anything else, Rob. I'm good. We got Connor Tierney coming up next. But Chad... I'm just being honest. If I were you, I've seen the clips. I've seen you training. I would not own a t-shirt. Every interview I did, I'd come on without a shirt. That's just me. That's what I would do. I would flex the entire time. You look phenomenal, my man. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for having me on. And uh, hopefully we can jump back on after the fight. And we'll just see how everything goes. Yeah, man, I want to chop it up with Chad Money Mendez, baby. All right, we're excited for you, man. Looking forward to it. February 19th. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, guys. Take you care. Got it. Thanks, Chad. We'll see you at Knucklemania. I mean, that guy's sick. Right, he looks yeah. like he looks like his body is is I don't know. Again, I wouldn't own a t-shirt. Sure, man. <laughs> dude, he's 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 a, he's a stud, dude. His entire life, super athlete, hunt with man. Chad Mendes. What's that? I want to go on a hunt. You want to go hunt, dude? Yeah, I, I want a cookbook, hunting. man. I want. <laughs> I'm Chad, serious. I want, I want a copy. Yeah, I want a copy of that cookbook. Dude. And then we could have Evan's a good cook. He could help make stuff, and we yeah. could like, yeah, he could go hunting Jersey, with Chad. You Jersey can make steak. Steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's in there. We have to go out and like slaughter, mm-hmm. slaughter the cow, yeah, and you elk, know, cut elk it up. That'd be fresh, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Chad Mendes again versus Fames. That's going to be a, a fun match to watch. I'm looking forward to it, Chad. Uh, I would say, I mean, some people say Paige Van Zant. When I see arguably the biggest signing ever, Chad Mendes. I don't know if there's that much of an argument. I mean, uh, dude, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's really tough. Listen, Chad, he said a lot of things that you touched on. Yeah. A lot of the fighters coming into it for the first time. Oh, you know, I train with, you know, eight ounce gloves and people told me about it. But everybody after it, man, <laughs> it's a different was I wrong? It happens. Totally different. Totally See, different ball game. And that's the thing. Some of these high-level fighters that come from UFC, you could be high-level in UFC. Mm-hmm. We, and then you come here, and we've seen it over and over again. You get a taste of bare knuckle, and you're like, wait a minute. That's my first fight. Now I have to kind of dip my toe back out of it and redo my game plan and come mm-hmm. back. And then sometimes they'll do better. I mean, we saw Jocelyn Jones-Lyberger recently. People didn't think that uh, Martina Carolla had a had a shot. You know, she didn't even know her name apparently. Yeah, her her 
Wow. But I'm Her, saying like wow, with UFC, dude. boxing, we see when they come in from other things and it's their first time until you get in that squared circle. And, and Chad is an extremely high-level athlete. He says he picks up stuff quick, but until you get in that squared circle, you won't feel the it's difference. True. That, that's, that's true. That's I'll, what go, I listen, I'll go to bat for him a little bit. He fought Conor McGregor oh, yeah. two weeks notice. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks notice. He visibly gassed, but he had he, he, yo, he had him Connor on the yeah, he had him on his bicycle. Connor had something to say. Well, Connor was Evan. Speak this? of the devil. Bop bop. This was uh, in response. We posted some uh, footage of him hitting mitts the mm. other day, and you know Connor had that to say. So I wish he was still on. I would have asked him this. Do you think the Chad Mendez right now, with a full you know year's worth of camp behind him? Versus the the Conor McGregor of today, how how does that fight go? Sure, we'll see. We'll, well see. I want to see because he's saying that he's obviously he's just practicing on his boxing and his stand up. I want to see how much evolution Chad brings to the table yeah. with his stand up, with just a camp dedicated to that. Because Conor McGregor had a camp dedicated just to boxing. Yeah, I remember that. I think that actually hurt him okay. coming back into MMA. But you know, from just exclusively boxing, I think that was a little bit of his downfall. But um, I'd love to see how Chad Mendes fares in the stand-up game and the best part is you're going to see it all at knuckle mania 2 for only 4.99 sell it baby 499. i'm sold <laughs> it's not even a sale at this point i mean for if you can't understand paying 4.99 a month even if like yeah. you don't care about any of our, or any of our other events excuse me uh and you just want to watch knuckle mania 2 you'll care after knuckle mania 2 it's the biggest event in bkfc history it's gonna be Bare awesome. knuckle history Let and evan by the that. way uh, i'm sure we'll have chad on again because we're going to see more of him probably after this fight so uh we should ask him that question as well uh just to see Kind of where his head's well, at. As far but. as ex UFC fighters, look at uh, look at Rachel Ostevich. She, she came, came in. in. Everybody thought, "All right, Paige is going to win this they one." Discounter. And very good point. And Rachel was a beast, dude. Very she good. Point. So good. I'm glad Rachel looked like she's been doing bare knuckle fighting her entire she life. She took rights, man. Oof. She came and prepared. Hawaii girls, man. She sure did. And well, mess around. It's funny you say that because when I was sitting here preparing and I'm thinking of the UFC fighters and boxers that came in here that didn't fare as well as they thought they would. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through and I'm thinking UFC, UFC, and they're all coming to my head, all the UFC fighters. And Rachel came to my head, Evan. I was just like, no, she came in like a fish to water. I actually want to see her again one day. We'll yeah, see. I hope to see her back. Me too. Absolutely, man. I know we have Connor Tierney coming up. He's uh, was the current uh, BKB uh, champion, one of the UK's, champions. And, UK's finest. And we, uh, we, we have now. He came actually as champion, I believe. We signed him over here, mm-hmm. and we're going to see what he's going to do. I, I've been following a little bit of his stuff, and I, I'm a fan of him. Uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I believe he has a 5-1 and one record. He's mm-hmm. fighting Jim Ellers coming up in New York. Uh, that is a tough, yeah, the tough beast dish, is man. Back. Yeah, that is a tough dish, though. You're serving each fu- each one of them. It's not like you're getting a uh, welcome back <laughs> or welcome to the organization for Connor or a welcome back, Jim, uh, to an easy fight. This no. is a very, very it's difficult fight for both. It's going to be great. I, I, yeah, I, it makes sense. I, yeah, yeah, it makes Jim's perfect sense. fight was a title shot, and Connor, you know, it was the champ. I agree. I agree, Evan, and I think it makes sense too because I think the fans that don't know Connor that are going to learn mm-hmm. about him, as I did within the last probably six months, um, they're going to be very impressed. Especially what they say that you know you can tell a good fight. They say styles make fights. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a great fight to watch between the two of them. Uh, I think Jim Ellers. We've seen his pedigree here in BKFC. I mean. His only, the, the devastating loss was to Luis Palomino, but that's it's only that, loss. But yeah, sure. it's, it's only one. And that, that's, that's Luis Palomino. Like he's no joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like some slouch. Yeah. That's not something to be, not to be proud of. It's like, Hey, I've lost to the champ, the current champ. 
who's going to be fighting on Knucklemania 2. Knucklemania 2. And that's something we need to talk about as we wait for Connor Tierney coming up. He would talk about New York and maybe maybe a little Knucklemania with him. Did you check the odds? I know. That's what I'm about. Did you check the odds? Martin Brown is the favorite? Oh, Rob, you're saying this. Look, here's the thing. I think... um, Is that right? No, he is the favorite right now. It just switched. Is he your favorite? Um... I don't know. I, Luis Palomino was so devastating when he. Mm-hmm. I've, I've stood next to that man numerous times when he's in go mode, and I don't think I've seen many fighters as intense as he gets. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he's a samurai warrior. He wants another knockout. He was saying he seems very relaxed, but that's how he can be. He doesn't seem angry yet. I feel like when he gets angry, he's more dangerous. Speaking of um, UK champions, he shut out Tyler Goodjohn. He did. He sure did. And, and we knocked saw, out Jim Allers in the first round. Knocked out Isaac Valley Flag like mm-hmm. that too in my first event here. I mean, the guy's been on a roll. However, Morton Smash Brown saying that he didn't really like his last fight. He wasn't that impressed by it. Luis says he wasn't either. Now, I mean, this is a title shot for Morton Brown. It's a big deal. And and I, I think that Martin's coming to fight. And I've been watching. I've been wa- I always watch the socials. And there's mm-hmm. some people that are saying that Martin's got like a really good chance. Don't think this is a fight. And if you do, if you think this is a fight where Luis is going to run through it again, I mean, I love Luis. I'm a fan. It's not happening. I think this is Luis's biggest challenge yep. in this stand-up game. He fought Justin Gagey. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a... <laughs> Luis fought some top people. He, he has, but Martin Brown is precise. His boxing is crisp. His technical ability is second to none. So this is going to be a very, very, very good match. He's Do very not driven. sleep on that fight. He's very he's very driven to uh, to prove to the world and everybody that he is the best uh, pound-for-pound bare-knuckle mm-hmm. fighter at Morton is. And, and I'm excited to see where that's going to go because you can see the fire in his eyes, but you see that fire in Luis's eyes too. These are two guys. You sure do. All right, bar none, before we get to Connor, best walkout has to go to Luis, man. I love it. What a show that they put out. He always does a good one. You know he's Love it. Absolutely good. great walkout. last time. It's phenomenal. But we're going to see this time what happens. It's Knuckle Mania 2, so I'm mm-hmm. sure that Andy's going to be upped. And <laughs> yep. especially that we should get to see Martin Brown. That's why I love this. Versus Luis Palomino. Like we said, we think it might be Luis's toughest challenge to date. Mm-hmm. And where does it happen? The biggest bare knuckle event ever for four ninety nine Knuckle Mania two. I'm excited for it. We're gonna talk more about Knuckle Mania two. We have to because we're on the road to Knuckle Mania two. Uh, we have Connor Tierney. He's in the waiting room in their virtual green room. All right, man. Let's uh, get to a it. guy that I've recently become a fan of. Le- looking to learn a little more about him. He's gonna be fighting Jim Allers coming up in New York at BKFC Fight Night New York at Seneca Allegheny Casino. Let's get to Connor. Connor, I hopefully my horrible Philadelphia area accent. You can understand my horrible accent. Yeah, I can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work together. We'll need subtitles for each other, right? Uh, Connor, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm so happy to be talking to you for the first time. And it's great to have you here in BKFC. There's so much you want to unpack. We want to introduce you to the new fans. We're excited for your fight coming up. Um, you're coming off a split decision win over James uh, Canelli, right? That was your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's look, that's no slouch. I know you guys had some problems. So you're at five yeah. and one right now. Excellent record. Taking on a guy that's four and one coming up in Jim Ellers. Um, yeah, I know. I know a little bit about what you didn't know a lot about what you did in the UK. You're top guy in UK, champion man. But before all Always. that, before all, he's the best. I can tell. I just want to find out. I, I think you did some amateur boxing. What do you have? Like forty five amateur fights. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had, uh, no forty eight. I've had. 48 wow 48 i'm sorry i didn't mean to jip you out of a couple there uh you deserve no seriously you deserve those bro so 48 amateur fights before bare knuckle and then what you go yeah. you go into bare knuckle in the uk um yeah going into bare knuckle in the uk just by chance to be fair um you know it's it's mad i've just i've implemented my whole my technique and my foundations my stand-up game into bare knuckle and obviously i'm on top of the world right now 
Yeah, you sure are. And I have to say this, from everything I've seen of you when I watch you in Bare Knuckle, the fans, they might respect what you do in the ring, but they don't seem to be in love with you. And I feel like you're, and I say this respectfully, like almost like a child. And I love it. You needle people. You need, And the more you needle them, the more they get upset, the more you get a rise and the more you love it. That's the kind of guy you seem like to me. Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah, that's 100% me, that is. <laughs> Everyone's getting it. <laughs> so you're going to be running your mouth like crazy coming over. Everyone's getting it. And, and you just really seem to be entertained by their reactions. Uh, let's. But why do you think, I mean, you have a big mouth, but you can back it up. Yeah. So why is it so important for you as champion of another organization to get signed away and come here to BKFC, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship? Because I've got, you know, showcasing skills in the UK or a small audience. And I, I, I think you can fit England in America about 50,000 times. It's that big. <laughs> you know, I've got to come over there now and, and prove I'm the best in the world. And BKFC is well. it's at night. Right now, you know, the fastest combat um, growing sport, the fastest promotion as well in the growth. The type of people that you've got on there, you know, you, I've just seen Chad's um, little interview. Um, and... and that's where I want to be, you know, and this is where the big thoughts are for me. But with the skills that I've got, you know, the looks, the power <laughs> coming over there, you know, uh, and, and showcasing everything I've got, it's the main stage. This is it, you know what I mean? This is the big stage for me. This is all, when people say, we're going to Hollywood, we're going to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're, you're coming to the big stage and you're doing mm -hmm. it in New York. I mean, you're right. That, if you do it in New York, where else would you want to be to debut? And here's the other thing. You're 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 relatively young. You're still in your twenties. Do you feel yeah. business wise coming over here and showing off and running your mouth that you're going to be like the face of bare knuckle in the future? Is that that's got to be your goal, right? Yeah, well, I've spoken to the, the man himself, David, and you know he said, "Come make a splash," and it's exactly what I am to do. Come over there, make a splash. At the end of that, I'm 27. I'm coming into my prime now. The locks of Jim Allers are coming out of their prime. You know, they, 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 they've gone past their peak. I'm coming into my peak now, you know, strongest, fittest, spare shape I've ever been in. And, uh, you know, I'm looking to make some serious noise over there. So describe yourself as a fighter for people that might just be tuning in and not know of you. If you had to sell yourself in a couple sentences to the fans, how would you describe yourself? In terms of a fighter, technically outstanding. <laughs> I love Modest, that. love it. Right, <laughs> right. Technically, I, you know what it is? I know by watching BKFC and the fighters are in it. And no offense, everyone's got a heart of a line to get in that ring. Jim's a tough dude, man. Jim is a tough dude, you know, and it's going to be the toughest fight for me. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the skills and the technicality and the foundations, I am the best in that promotion, no doubt about it. The, the footwork, the angles, the skill, the intelligence. I had people banging on about Brito's IQ. Wait until you see my IQ. No, I mean, I might bring her look like, I don't know, what's he called, third grade over there, and I'm the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> He's firing shots. That's why this guy doesn't care. I love it. So as far as uh, you kind of touched on Jim Ellers, your opponent, the bare knuckle beast. Uh, but yeah. I'd like you, again, in a couple compact sentences, what you've seen about Jim. How do you describe Jim as a fighter, what you're looking at when you see him? See, Jim's tough, you know, bullying tactics, one-dimensional, though, comes in straight lines. Look straight away at his keys, you know, trying to get hold of the fighter, and he want, he loves that inside work, and he's not gonna want to he's not gonna want to let me do what I want to do now. Obviously, he's gonna try and take everything away from me. Um, right now, we are putting a plan together. Um, that plan will be executed, and um, you know, and we'll be seeing my hand raised at the end of the fight. Jim's a good lad. 
tough fighter MMA, but like I said, yeah, very one-dimensional in his in his approach. Um, and the differences between me and Jim is that I'm, I'm leagues above him in class and skill. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be this. Listen, the main event is not Bedford Grant. The main event is Tina versus Alice. That's the main event. It's for this card. This guy again, very confident, and I think that as fans uh, grasp your your confidence, they're either going to love it or they're going to hate it. Either way, they're going to have an opinion, which I love that. So has we we talked to Chad Mendes earlier, as you said, and he's coming in from a UFC background, eleven years of boxing, but he's only done sparring and stuff. You're a guy that's done bare knuckle. You're coming in from the UK, and we've seen it many times. Yeah. People come in from another sport, or even the UK. We've seen it with Tyler Goodjohn and stuff. Mm. They're very good fighters but it's a different set of rules. It's a little different for you. Uh, how are you preparing for that and have you? I mean, does that concern you? Listen, bare-knuckle fighting, boxing, is completely different to any sport in the world. It's not boxing gloved. It's not MMA. You know, and, and the thing is, what you need to understand and, and what Chad doesn't understand yet is he's going to go in there, right, and he's going to throw a punch with the same power he puts in with four-ounce gloves. And it could possibly break his hand. It could possibly break his wrist. And this is the experience that I've got having six fights now, knowing the, how to approach the situation, the distance, the timing, the, the you know, the, the conserving your energy, throwing the right shots. Your shot selection's got to be perfect, you know, because if you cop someone at the end there and you break your small knuckle, yeah. you know, that that's a painful thing. I've already done it. Um, but, you know, conditioning the hands and, and, and being actually, when Chad goes in that fight, and realise that the complete difference, the abnormality of bare knuckle fighting to MMA, you know, if he wants to stay in it, which a lot of a lot of MMA fighters and boxers I've seen come in, they have one fight and then they disappear. They don't want to. They don't want to know because at the end of the day, it's an animals game and we're all animals in in the in the sport. Um, you know, going in and busting another man's face up, orbital bones cracking, breaking skulls, you know, breaking hands. That's what we do, though. You know, what I mean, that's what this is what people want to see now you know brutality a beautiful brutality and me I've got to keep on top of my game the way I do things you know I, I, I train bare on the pads you know I get as close as I can to it sparring MMA gloves um, you know it's a completely different game though to any other sport this is like a complete unique sport and everyone who comes in new to the game such as Chad are going to find that out you know what I don't understand? Uh, they never, with all due respect to all mm-hmm. of them, Rob has seen this too. Every time we do interviews with people coming in, we warn them if they're boxers. We warn them if they're UFC fighters. Nobody wants to listen to us. So I'm glad that you understand that. But as far as you, coming from the UK, I said the rules are different. Uh, the the, mm-hmm. the square, We have a squared circle. We don't have the ring like you guys have. It's it's on a bigger scale. I mean, have you prepared for all that? Uh, everything from the media, everything coming out. It's going to be a different ball game for you. Are you prepared for that? Listen, I'm prepared for everything. Everything you can throw, anything can the kitchen sink at me. At the end of the day, I was born to fight and I was born to win. I'm a born winner. Um, and, you know, when it comes to the media, you know, I love the camera. I'm, I'm vain. You know, everyone knows it. <laughs> I want to be in front of the camera. Listen, if Jim Allers is getting more spotlight than me, I'm going to go mad. <laughs> Simple as that. I'm coming for you, Jim. You know what I mean? Get out of the way of the camera. Um, but no, like you know, the, the media, the pressure, everything, I thrive under pressure, and 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 the size of the fight and the audience it's going out to that only spurs me on. I'm dangerous right now because I'm obsessed with this fight right now. This is all I can think of when I wake up to when I go to sleep. I can think of this fight. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Nothing else matters. 
you know, I work as a quantitative fire full time in an office. And I think about the fight eight hours a day when I'm at work. I get home, I think of the fight. I go to the gym, I think of the fight. I'm obsessed right now, I'm dangerous right now, and I just can't wait to get in there. All right, well, we're looking forward to getting there. I don't know, uh, it, it could be argued, do you love the camera? Does the camera love you? You could argue that with yourself all day, man. Uh, Rob, do you have anything else for our good friend Connor Tierney? Yeah, I just have one question. So your fellow countryman, Tyler Goodjohn, you've shared the same promotion yeah. together. Have you spoke to him at all regarding the differences in fighting in the European versus the American? Tyler admittedly had some difficulty with the clinch he could have been done a little bit better. Have you implemented any of that? And have you talked to him at all regarding the differences? I haven't, haven't really spoke to him regarding the differences in the way Bernal Fighting Championship is rule set wise. But in terms of my training, I'm implementing the clinch right now. I'm training with Thai boxers. I'm training with MMA fighters. And in my sparring now, um, I'm telling everyone we're starting from the centre of the ring. We're towing the line at the centre of the ring. This is how we're starting. They're coming out 100 miles an hour. I'm adapting to the way they're coming out to me. Mm. Um, and I'm implementing the clinch and holding up the back of the head and uppercutting, etc. So, yeah, I mean, like I say, you know, the first round for me will be um, the teething stage and every round after that I'll be well suited to it. Well, I mean, we're looking forward to your fight coming up. Mm -hmm. BKFC Fight Night New York. This is the second one, uh, March 12th. That goes down. But before that goes down, February 19th, the biggest bare knuckle event of all time, Knuckle Mania 2. We're going to be talking about that in a couple minutes. And before we let you go, since you've been following the sport and you're so into it, you know so yeah. much, let's talk to Connor for a moment and mm -hmm. get some predictions on some of the top matches. I mean, we talked about Chad Mendez and uh, and Fames a moment ago. I mean, where, how do you see that going? Um. See, Fames, for me, when I watch him, no offence to him, I think in his work rate, he's, a, he's, he's not very um, quick in his work rate. He looks a bit slow to me. Like, he, he takes his time a lot and, and poses and, and admires his work too much. And I think Mendez's work rate, his punch volume will obviously be dictating the winner of that fight. Um, I've got Mendez for that fight. I just think with, especially the way he's looking now, he looks, uh, you know, very, very good shape. He's a strong opponent. And um, it's punches in bunches for him. And uh, I think that's what, obviously, Fames has got to deal with. The volume of punches and the, the work rate. I think Chad's going to really bring it that first round. Uh, that's great. So that, that was the fight we just talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm also interested in uh, your prediction on Mike Perry versus Julian Lane. If I'm honest, right, I think Julian Lane's going to beat him. Julian Lane's got a lot of um, experience in bare knuckle. Mike Perry, I watched him in the Triller Triad. No offence to Mike. You know, he's struggling to string a sentence together at the moment. And uh, I think Julian's going to beat him, to be fair. I can't see him beating Julian. Um, you know, this is a different game. This is not UFC. This is not MMA. I keep saying this, right? Don't come over here from UFC, MMA, professional boxing, and think you're going to do the same job as you are in your own promotion. This is a new promotion. This is a new sport, right? You've got to adapt to it. And, you know, he's going in against Julian. You know, he's a tough lad. And he's going to give him a hard night. So I've got Julian Lane for that fight. That's a huge That's a huge moment of Julian Lane for his career, much like Fames. If he beats Chad Mendez, it's huge for him. Julian, it's it's big in a different way. Now, when you come here for uh, New York for the fight, you look at Jim Eller's style, and he typically will explode off the line. How do you think it matches up with your style? It's going to be a proper clash. It's going to be exciting, that's for sure. Jim's going to come for war. Listen, I've even though it's a battle for me, I've prepared for war, so... Jim's going to come straight off that line, exactly what he normally does. Bolts forward in a straight line, trying to take me head off. He's got to be, he's got to be careful because I can bang. It's not just Jim that can bang. Obviously, I have more record on BKFC. He doesn't show my knockouts. But I'm a banger. I can hit. And 
if he walks into the one of these right hands, it's not night, and that's what's got to be careful. I've seen uh, your knockout on Canelli. It was sick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was best sick. one in the world, no yeah. doubt about it. That was sick. Um, so, so as far as implications, Rob and I and Evan, we were all talking about this earlier on today. Uh, what are the implications here when you get past? If you get past uh, the bare knuckle beast, I should say. I know you say you will, but you know, let's look at it either way. When you get past him, uh, where where do you head next? Where, where are you going here in bare knuckle fighting championship? Alvin Brito, you've got what's mine, two belts, and I'm coming to take them. I he answered figured. my question. I was going to say, if you could fight one person BKFC, I guess we already knew that answer. Well, I heard the little Elvin Brito uh, quip uh-huh. earlier in there really quick. I knew that was the next thing he was looking for. That's why I asked him that. But we're excited to see you fight. We're excited at Knuckle Mania 2. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Let's just do the other top two, uh, top two Knuckle Mania fights. Yeah. Might as well while he's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first ever women's champion here in BKFC for BKFC, Britton Beltron, formerly Britton Hart, versus Christine Faria. What way do you see that one going? Yeah, I'll follow Christine on her Instagram. She's an absolute nutcase. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pick. <laughs> like she's nuts, man. I'm gonna pick Christine for that fight. Um, yeah, I, I just think the way she, she just looks strong. She just looks very, you know, overpowering and dominant in 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 the sport and what she's doing. And uh, I think she's just gonna be a little bit too much for Brittany, if I'm honest. Then a fight that Rob and I were just talking about that we're both excited to see, and we saw the odds in the betting world have just shifted to bet online. You can go check them yourself. Um, it's it's changed from Luis being the guy who's going to win to the underdog now. Mm, uh, how do you see champion. that fight going for the title? I mean, that, that's that's a hard fight to pick, I think. Yeah, do you know what? I love Palomino. Um, out of all the fighters I was watching, for an MMA fighter, he's got a very, quite a good boxing stand-up style. Um, and it works well. I've seen him, obviously, from what he's done with um, the likes of uh, Brito and Alice. It worked really well for him. But I also like Martin Brown. He's tall like me. He's got good boxing skills. You know, I've seen the way he absolutely destroyed Bobby Taylor. Um, it's going to be a tough fight. You know, if Martin uses his range, now that's the thing with Palomino. Palomino's not a, an, a messy, scrappy fighter. And his choice, maybe his choice would be a bit too technical. And with a taller fighter like Martin Brown, he might struggle. He might struggle to pull that off. You know, them messy, scrappy fighters that normally fight a style like Martin Brown and get on top of you and hold you and clinch you. They're the ones, obviously, that spoil the work of a, a classy fighter like Martin Brown. So, you know, if, if um, sorry, uh, Palomino decides to, to box, stalk him down the ring, you know, and take his time with his shots, it might not pay off for him. But I don't know, he might have changed his game plan. It's going to be a tough fight. It's 50-50 that I can't call a winner. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm with them. Yeah, 50, 50 on that we one. all feel that way, right? We, we can't. We're sitting here trying to go over. We switch one way, we switch the other way. That's why it's going to be a great fight to watch, though, man. But we wanted to get your predictions because we know uh, your bare knuckle IQ. We've seen what you've done. We can't wait to see you March 12th against the bare knuckle. Who main event knows. of that night? No, he says it's the main event. The that's main event. He, I'm I don't sorry. Know, that's what you said. I'm not saying that's <laughs> what he said. The co-main, the main only. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you got main event in there, it's going to be great. Again, uh, you got Jared Grant versus Johnny Bedford. That's going to be a fun fight to watch and you guys there as well you and jim ellers march 12th that's going down uh, seneca allegheny casino bkfc.com very few tickets that's almost sold out out. you might have to watch it on bkfc.com by grabbing the app we're excited to see you and uh we'll see you soon man see in the flesh it's been a pleasure sir thank you very much we'll just look for all the cameras where all the cameras we'll know you're there okay just look for the cameras the glitz and the glam (laughs) and the loudest mouth and you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, man. It Thanks, was it Connor. was an honor and a pleasure meeting you. And it, it, no it's reason. exciting to see you here. Pip pop cheerio, isn't that what they say? I don't know. Pip pop. I don't know. I, I, is that isn't that like I don't know how to 
they also I can't do accents. I, I'm terrible. Is this not what they say though? Cheerio. I don't know. God I watched, save the queen. Is, I, not, I, I is watch, that bad yeah, or good? Yeah. I don't even know. I watched Snatch and. I watched the British Bulldog wrestle. I think I, I know everything. Man, he brings up. He brought up a lot, a lot of great points, man. It was fun talking to him. Yeah, smart guy. You can tell he studied the business, the business, the industry, the fighting game. He he really analyzed Jim. It sounds like he has a game plan. Sounds like he's analyzed Jim, Elvin Brito, everybody. I mean, he didn't boom, boom, boom. And I knew, I knew he wanted as you did. I knew he wanted Elvin because I he just peppered that comment in that his fighter IQ was better. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want the belt? Who doesn't Uh, want to fight for the championship? Well, Elvin's a marked man now, but Mm -hmm. I don't think he would. I don't think it's any other way for him. I think I think a lot of our champions are all like that. They they thrive on that. So we're excited. But again, that's coming up. Uh, that's our next show after Knuckle Mania mm-hmm. 2. Right now, on the road to Knuckle Mania 2. Very excited about it. It was enjoyable to get his predictions. Where are we going Knuckle Mania 2 here? I mean, I know we keep pushing the fact because these, these clowns online, they've kind of calmed down a little bit. These circus clowns with mm-hmm. big red shoes, they're claiming that it was going to be on pay-per-view or something. Listen to me. I will say this again. This card right here, just the top four matches, the whole card's loaded. But the top four matches, four ninety nine a month man. by grappling up. <laughs> what a night. Four ninety nine a month, bkfc.com. You can get those top four matches plus all of them. I mean, it's amazing. For only four ninety nine a month. Best value in sports. That's Absolutely. what I said. Watch it live at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Those tickets are flying tickets too, left. dude. Just a couple. This is this is from a year ago to now, and I don't mean with Knuckle Mania, I mean in general with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. It's really cool to see like New York almost sold out. I think we just had another sellout. Do you remember how crazy the weigh-ins and the press conferences ah, were last dude, year? Nuts. And we got more cra- we had crazier people press on this conferences <laughs> going on on Thursday. If you have tickets, if you're in the area, show up to the Hard Rock. Weigh-ins are on Friday and of course the big night on Saturday. So they can just walk in even if they, mm-hmm. if they even if they don't have tickets to the actual event, they can just walk in the weigh-ins free, right? Absolutely. And as is the press conference. So show up there and Look, show up early. We were kicking people out last year. We didn't have any more space, and Evan was going crazy. Well, here's the thing. He was. Here's the thing, though. You have last year. You had some some chaos in there, and that's you know some people don't love it. I love it. Well, Mm -hmm. come on, love it too much. No, no. Well, Julie, Lena, Mike Perry. You know, it's something's got something's gonna happen. The chaos started last year out on the casino floor, and I didn't even know about it. A a, a bunch of our staff were in the mix, and they're like, "Did you hear what happened?" I'm like, "No, no. What's going on?" There's always a show. Got into it with Jake Boswick, and yeah, so we have extra security. It was last time at the Hard Rock, right? Yes, yeah. yes, it was. So, so this year, I mean, you think of the card again. We had it up here. We could probably throw it up again. Some of these bouts. I mean, you're looking at what's happening on social media. Uh, people are talking trash back and forth. You know, Perry Lane's going to be. Uh, it's a grudge match. You, you know, that's going to be that's insane, fireworks. right? And then we also know if you talk about a. It's kind of a grudge match. Both women really want to be the first ever champion. Uh, of Do not. All right, let's let's land. Let's, let's break it down really fast. Poor Britain, and when I say poor, poor Britain, Britain, yeah, go ahead. She has been written off the past two fights. Didn't have a chance. Yep. She was losing to yep. yeah, right. She's losing to Paige. There's no chance she's going to beat her. There's no chance she's going to be able to touch Pearl Gonzalez. And she came out on top. Of course. Yep. She, Christine, you cannot. You know, she beat her already. She yep. holds a win over her, so that's going to be exciting. Well, fight. look at the level. But so the don't level, write that fight off. But though. you can't. But look at the level of competition. I mean, let's be real here. The Britain has had mm-hmm. in, in the past year alone. I mean, it, it's been great. It has to level her game up. But is the level going to be high enough to be able to beat Christine Faria? I was going to say Connor's right. She is. She is a monster. Her power is second to none. So I don't want to. Be I don't want to speak for Britain Hart, but I'm going to here. I think I gather from interviewing her for Ungloved and all this stuff, mm-hmm. or the Road to Knuckle Mania, which I can't wait till that comes out. It's going to be a good one between those two. If you like the other ones, you're going to like that too on the BKTV app. Uh, Britain seems like 
this fight means so much to her. And it makes sense. Not only will she win the title, but she gets that loss back. And I feel mm. like, I feel like she didn't say this, I don't think, but I feel like she sees stuff that's said. She sees people maybe not taking her seriously. Like you said, poor Britain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a shame because, you know, so she knows she needs this fight. If she wins this fight, I think she feels nobody can say anything. This is undisputed. It. There's yep. no argument after that. There so is big no deal. argument. It's historic too, man. It's very historic. Uh, also, you look at Palomino Brown. This, at first, I'm used to seeing Palomino get very like annoyed as he's a samurai warrior against his opponents, he said. Mm-hmm. He seemed very calm. He didn't seem annoyed with Brown. But there was little, you could see that little samurai warrior and him starting to come out if Brown said something. He'd have a little, little kind of comeback. But mm-hmm. he said, you better be careful, buddy. You better be careful, buddy. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be an amazing fight to watch in ring too. I mean, I just am excited. But then Mendez Fames, Chad Money Mendez, the biggest signing ever in BKFC history, uh, in my estimation, going against a guy who's a hometown boy has everything to gain. I think that he might have said this on the road to Knucklemania, Fames, that this is his chance for Chad to put Chad's star out, and it'll brighten up Fames' star. Oh, it will. So Fames oh, been training uh, at Slaughterhouse Gym too, where. Um, where Jared, where Jared uh, Kidgati trains and Ryan's over there. And Ryan's kind of a mad scientist when it comes to bare knuckles. So sure is. I'm excited to see what Fames comes out with. And if you look, you continue down the card. I mean, there's so many other good matches. I can't see my glass on it. Do we want to even talk about Gustafo? Oof. The, the knockout king. This guy, this guy is main event caliber. Oh, yeah. Main event caliber, and he's what, four, fifth, fifth fight That's down. how big the That's, card is, dude. Yeah, this is, this is crazy. insane. He is the only person, and please correct me if I'm wrong, to beat the current champion, Lorenzo. Yep, yep. That's that. That's it. That's Lorenzo's. Uh, is he, it safe to say if he wins this fight, it's it's an immediate matchup? Do uh, we? How, how do we not? How do we not? How do we not ask for that fight? I would have to ask Lorenzo, and like mm-hmm. I said last week, if you ask Lorenzo something, he's going to tell you everything you need to know. He'll talk all about it. What's so, the weight? Because this yeah, fight, it's, he's it's fighting two hundred five. Exactly. He's going to mm-hmm. have to come so down. They're going to cut. He's going to come down to Well, Lorenzo keeps saying that he wants to go up to two hundred five and get another belt. I think I've heard him say that before. Yeah. So he did. God knows where it could go, but there's a lot of options here for Gustavo. If he wins, he's got to get past uh, Stephen, though. I mean, he has to, and we'll see what happens there. You talked about earlier, fish to water. Jade Mason Wong. I can't wait. You gotta say, wait, she's, wait, wait. She's like, she, you have to say it the correct way. I screw this up. Sean Wheelock is perfect. It's not Mason okay. Wong. It's like Jade Mason Wong. It's Mason like a, Wong? Is that Wong. how you say it? How do you say it, Evan? Jade. Jade. Jade Mason Wong. <laughs> She's French Canadian, man. Oh. Bring out your French accent. Yeah, I can't do that. Big shout out to Canada. <laughs> yeah, right. So continue. I'm sorry, but I had a, that, that, that makes me fish to water. When I, I thought that fight was going to be a little bit more competitive. But wow, I mean, she really just, she came out. Her debut was spectacular. Yeah, man. Very one-sided. And what power she has, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight. I haven't seen her fight live and in person yet. I'm excited to see that because I was not at that event. But you're not going to, you're not, you can't take her opponent lightly. And Mm-mm. I think this is going to be a great fight. And now, now you move on. This is, now both these guys, I've enjoyed uh, promoting events with them. And I've mm-hmm. enjoyed being around both these guys. Francisco Ricci versus uh, Jake Boswick. Francisco, Francisco, I mean, this guy was supposed to fight. His fight got called off. They went through like five. He just wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. Last fight, he wanted to fight. I think they went through like three different opponents and everything kept bowing out and, and he wanted to fight so bad. So I'm kind of glad that didn't happen and it wasn't his favorite thing because that gets him on Knuckle Mania 2 now mm-hmm. against Jake Boswick, another a dangerous man uh, from the UK as well. Yeah. Uh, we've seen him. I believe he's the only six-round fight in BKFC history That's against right. Tyler Vogel, if I can That's remember. Correct. Yep. So, 
at a war they had, man. That was an exciting well, he, fight. And he fought wow. Julian Lane, too. Like, this guy's not going to just sit down. And, and this fight's going to be a great fight. Evan, I mean, out of all these fights, I got one more to go. Then, just so you know, we're coming to you. I want to know what fight you're most excited about. Uh, Jomi Zion. Now, Jomi, uh, again, we've seen him compete. He's, uh, he's another undefeated bare-knuckle boxer from... But here's the thing. He's an undefeated bare-knuckle mm-hmm. boxer. Very popular in Florida. And, and I mean no disrespect, but this is a worldwide promotion. We we get the best in the world here. Mm-hmm. He's proven himself on a regional level, okay? And, and that's important because now he's going to level up and now he's going to prove himself or at least try to prove himself on a national level, international level. Uh, so it's I'm excited for Jomi to see what he's going to do. And Zion's been here before. Zion's, Zion's no been here before and boy, is he talking I love Zion. Oh, Zion. <laughs> Zion's like he's, he's going to knock him out and there's going to be no chance. He's going to put put a quick end to his so career. Zion's the youngest fighter we have in BKFC mm-hmm. right now. And this guy, you can kind of tell because he doesn't have any filter. He, he's, he's got like, that when, energy, look, man. When you're I love a young it. man. He's got that yeah. young man energy. You know, I love it. I was talking about that last night. When you're <laughs> a young man, in the chat different. too. Big shout out hey, to Zion, Zion, man. We're excited to see what you can do. We're mm-hmm. excited to see you come back. And I love the way Zion fights. He comes out there for a fight. Mm-hmm. He's ready. He talks always. the trash, but he comes out to it's back it up. always game. So but that's going to be exciting. Even that fight. Uh, these are all great fights. And this isn't me selling the card. I'm, I'm genuinely excited about it. BKFC.com. Only how much? Pay attention. I'm going to yell this. I want everybody to pay attention. Four ninety nine a month. Start time, so people understand. Though the start time, we're going live, live worldwide, six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard. Oh, we time. are. I'm glad you told me that. I would have been a half an hour late. If I, <laughs> yeah, I would have jumped the show late. Uh, six thirty. Okay, and there's that's cool. That we didn't add. So that graphic you showed, there's actually five more additional fights. Yes, there yeah. is. But there's one on there that isn't officially signed yet, so we can't show can't the show bottom it. row yeah. of that graphic. But I, so I understand that. Like, Go through those fights, Evan. Do you know? Uh, Can you see it? The ones that are the ones that, that are, are left. Yeah, because I'm I'm curious if, if I shouldn't say go through them all, but any of those fights that you, we've talked about or that you see, what are you looking forward to? You're always close. You have an eye for it, so I always like to pick uh, your brain. It's going to be the those top four I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, right, sure. dude. I mean, just, I I'm really excited to see Chad. Uh, see I was a does. big fan of Chad back mm-hmm. in his UFC days, and he. You know, just to see him in a straight bare knuckle fight is going to be sick. Evan, if he had more than two weeks, call it two months, <clears throat> would his life be different? And would Connor's life be different? Would that match have changed either way? I think so. If given a proper camp versus Connor McGregor. I want everybody who's watching this right now to go on to look up that fight. They'll see. Um, I think it ended in the third round is when Connor finally caught him just from pure exhaustion because Chad took that fight on two weeks notice. It was a short notice fight. So he had he didn't have wind, but he you know he took him down three or four times and was ground and pounding, and Connor was scrambling out, and I think in the first round it went even to the bell, um, and Chad was on top. So I think if Chad had a full camp, it would have been a totally different fight. Yeah, mm. the cardio, man. I, I, like we were talking about earlier, he gassed, and that can be the difference maker. Yeah, we all know that we've yeah, seen it, it happen. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen many times. Do we talk odds for uh, for this? Card? We started to we a, little a little bit. bit. We yep. were talking about how uh, recently we saw this morning that Luis became the underdog in the Martin Brown fight. And uh, while I, I I don't want to say I, I, I kind of understand it because it keeps going back and forth. Yep. But this is the first time I think I've ever seen Luis be uh, seen as an underdog going into a fight. Now that can change. Bet online. You, you could change. Bet online. It, AG. Uh, check it out. Whatever. Uh, as far as the rest of the odds, I think we said yeah. We haven't scrolling across the screen usually. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, is there any of the odds that shock you, Evan, when you look at them? 
The Louis, the, the Luis Palomino one was the one that really shocked me today. You know, I'll tell you, dude, Martin Brown's a stud, though. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you, yeah, putting put the champ as not a favorite that's is kind crazy. of crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of that unheard of. Something. That's I what I mean. I'm not a sports better. You know, every time I bet, I lose money. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's a, if that happens often, but if, well, I who think, even makes the odds? Like, who are the odds? Who are these people, anyway, who make these? It's like, they, who control, in a dark yeah, room? It's just the, like, dark room it's with cigars. The, it's the same person who controls the Fed. We have no idea. <laughs> So I mean, if you look at the odds here, we have them up on screen. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a gambler man either because I'll just donate it all. That's how I do it. But if you look at the Palomino, you see how he's become the underdog now. But that can change. That can change quickly, and it will change quickly. I mean, people could be hearing us say this and going on there. You know what I mean? Yep. Putting their bets in. They might, you know. Um, let's see I what think else. Julian Lane at plus 300 is worth putting money on. Yeah. A guy who's fought like, what? Eight times, eight bare knuckle fights, fighting a guy who's never fought bare knuckle, and he's plus three hundred. Well, here's Mike the thing: Mike Perry is as hard as a coffin nail, though. But here's <laughs> the thing, and we've said this, and I think it was just said in an interview. Uh, I was talking to I think Elvin Brito about this. There's the magic button, man, on someone's face right here. He says, "You hit him, boom! You hit that button, they're going out." There's a, a Chris Lido was telling me there's some kind of nerve in the jaw where you hit him there, they're going out. Puncher's chance. Yep. So if you do end up laying any money down and you go with an underdog and they can knock, I mean, we've seen it happen. So that could definitely happen. That's why it's even more exciting when you go in there. See, I've bet on boxing matches when I was younger, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, being a young man with not a lot of money, betting on a boxing match, I was betting like fifty bucks. The intensity that it puts into my life—I was screaming. I, I woke my my friend's kid <laughs> my up. Money's on the line. Oh, I was and I, like, I'm not, I'm a nice guy, but I'm like, boom! I was like, I was going crazy because I wanted the money. So it's it's definitely puts another layer on the things if you're sure. gambling. Uh, it really does. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at the odds, they're all up here. Uh, bet how you will, but it's interesting to follow the odds. Sometimes I'll look at them in the morning just to see where they're at. I'm always curious, and I think that's an interesting look at uh, Bostwick and uh, Ricky. It's well, that's close. That's super yeah. close. Is that yeah. a fight now? Gambling people, is that a fight that you don't really bet on because it's harder to win money because the odds are so close together? Is that we need to? There, there's a couple of there's some legitimate sports betting professionals that. I spoke to, and they said that they would be more than willing to hop on the show, kind of talk to it. I deal with a guy named Nevada Nick. Nevada Nick. Yeah, that's that's Vegas. <laughs> Nevada Nick, that's probably where he got his name. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. He's, he's brilliant with this stuff. I would love to have them come on. Maybe do a, like a quick five-minute segment on, you know, just, you know, educating everybody and letting them know what, you know, where's the money at? What are the good bets? You yeah, know? Man. But Bring you, in Shawnee Mack, man. He does the locks. Yeah. He's good at these. There you go, man. Who, what, who are you talking about, Evan? I don't the know that guy. Oh, the I, I, I yeah, wanted to you say you got to do the OG. Okay, Hold on, I want to do this because he's going to clip this now. OG Shawnee Mac, we love you at BKFC, bro. BKFC show always be tuned in. Knuckle Mania two, only four ninety nine per month. There's a quick show. Oh, Shawnee Mac OG. all day, all night. BKFC.com. <laughs> Thanks, Shawnee. <laughs> All right. Well, we're excited about this. If you want to check out, go to Bet Online. The odds is one of our sponsors. Uh, you can check that out, and you can throw some uh, what, what are they, shillings, yeah. some, some cheddar. Yep. Let's do a money off real quick before we go. So we talk about money. Okay. Let's just go back and forth. Evan, you can get in if you want. Every single word, chat, join in that you can think of slang for money. Don't look it up, you jerk. I see you're looking it up. <laughs> I'm bringing the chat up. I'm bringing right, the chat right. up for some give help. Time to get Help ready. me up, chat. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. We're going to go back and forth, one each, right? Okay. Um, I already said, let's see, seed. Moolah. Lettuce. Cheddar. Oh, that was mine. I was going to do that one too. Benjamins. Cash. Uh, shillings. I said that, but that's that's one. 
Anyway. I'm out. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Knuckle Mania 2, baby. Knuckle Mania 2. We can't wait. Biggest fear knuckle event of all time. We're pretty pumped up about it. We know you are, too. We'll be there. You'll be there. If you can't be there live, BKFC.com. Download that app as we go full speed ahead on the road to Knuckle Mania. Like, comment, subscribe. Welcome to the world of Bare Knuckle TV. Watch every live Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship pay-per-view event for only $4.99 per month. Enjoy our all-new library of content, including unlimited access to the full library of BKFC pay-per-views, behind-the-scenes access, exclusive BKFC original series, and additional live Bare Knuckle fights from around the globe. You can access it anywhere you want, anytime you want, instantly on most streaming devices. It's available right now on Bare Knuckle TV. Over 1,000 hours of on-demand content, uncut and uncensored. All here, anytime you want, anywhere you want, for only $4.99 a month. Subscribe now exclusively at BKFC.com. Biggest bare knuckle event ever, Knuckle Mania 2. It's a grudge match as Mike Perry takes on Julian Lane. Also, Luis Palomino defends his title against the hard-hitting Martin Smash Brown. And Christine Faria knuckles up with Britton Hart for the second time. This time, it's for the first ever women's flyweight title. Plus, Chad Mendez makes his highly anticipated debut against BKFC vet Fames. Saturday, February 19th, only on Bare Knuckle TV. Download it at BKFC.com. The biggest...